Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome back to the next installment of the Wyoming Agriculture Podcast. I've been quite busy of late, and you may have noticed my absence. If you are waiting on the edge of your seat to hear my voice yet again, I'd like to take a moment to apologize. I am sorry for the lack of continuity in regards to publishing content lately. I will quickly explain myself here, though I don't wish to make this episode one of excuses, so it will be more making this about uh, what I've been up to in my absence. And again, I'm sorry if you've been waiting for an episode and have missed them. And before we get into that, a uh, brief break to discuss our newest sponsor. I'm sure that a lot of you are going to be shopping on Amazon in the coming weeks. Did you you know that in so doing, you can support the Wyoming Agriculture Podcast, and it won't cost you a penny more? That's right. All you have to do is follow my link from the Wyoming Agriculture Podcast website. It'll take you straight to the Amazon homepage, and anything you buy from there will support the show. Some of you may be asking, how does that work if it really doesn't cost me anything? Well, it works like this. Amazon is glad to give me a commission for referring people to their site, so they give me a portion of their cut when I help them make sales. Therefore, it doesn't cost you anything more than what you're already spending on Amazon, and it helps to support the show. I've recently reestablished my Amazon link, and I would be thrilled if you would be willing to support me and this show by shopping on Amazon this holiday season. All right, into the show. As you know, it was nearly a month ago when I published the last episode, and at the time I was struggling to balance a full workload and schedule. And I warned that the next episode may be a bit late, by like a day, not a whole month. Yet here we are. So, what happened? Well, I was intending to make my next episode an interview episode. What I didn't realize, being a greenhorn noob as I am, is that interview episodes require not one, but two or more schedules to align. And that is not as simple and straightforward as I had naively assumed. I kind of figured that, you know, I asked somebody to be on the show and, wow, everybody wants to be on the show and it would be simple. Uh, Of course, there's some desire to be on the show, but not everybody has time to sit down and record an episode. So uh, that'll be something that I have to work on in the coming weeks to get some guests on here for interviews. So of course I could have simply recorded another topic such as this one and made another episode for myself. However, as is typical when a failure occurs, there was more than one factor involved. I at the time was working my evening job at Red Lobster and I'd begun a little side job replacing a picket fence for a friend and local homeowner. Originally, the plan had been to take a week off of work from Red Lobster and start this job when I had the full day ahead of me. But, as luck would have it, no sooner had I gotten the time off approved and gathered materials and the weather forecast changed um, from showing decent weather during my work week to showing good weather while I was still working at Red Lobster and somewhat miserable weather during the week that I had off. at the time, I was showing that it was supposed to snow and get pretty cold. Now, of course, I can work in poor conditions, but it certainly isn't as fun, nor is it as, fi- as efficient for the paying homeowner. 
Furthermore, there can be a greater chance of wood splitting on you in cold weather. So we decided to start the job that week while I was still working at Red Lobster. This meant that I was suddenly working some very long days. Getting up around six or so, doing chores, getting to the job site, working four to five hours on the fence, then going home and getting ready for Red Lobster to go to work a five hour, five to six hour shift there, uh, closing the restaurant and not getting off until late in the evening. Now alone, that's only 10 to 11 hours of work, not a whole hell of a lot, but given travel time and such, it really meant that my entire day was taken up and I didn't feel that I reasonably had time to create content or do anything online during this time. In fact, I didn't even get the opportunity to promote uh, one of our events for local vendors. It was really pretty busy. Now, meanwhile, the interviews that I had hoped to host for those weeks didn't really pan out as we were talking about um, and I realized that it's going to require some more effort on my part to get a commitment out of interviewees for a show. Now when the fence job was done it was time to be a neighbor. I do believe that an integral part of maintaining liberty and independence in our lives includes fostering an element of community and caring for others. So I do feel that it is important to be a good neighbor. Well anyway my neighbor raised a pig for his family this year and needed a little bit of help with slaughter and butchery. I've got a little more experience taking a blade to flesh and processing animals, so I was glad to help, though it was still my first pig. So this turned into more than a week of working on butchery and breakdown of this large animal before I went to work, making yet another week, just like the one before with the fence where I was working in the morning and then going to work and then closing. And, in fact, I still have a bit more to do. Um, if I get the time after recording here, I'm going to go over and uh, finish grinding up the sausage. I definitely have to at least go reapply some cure to my prosciutto that I'm making and the uh, ham that they're making. So that'll be something I have to deal with this morning. Um, and now, for the newest and latest development, I have officially left my job in town. This isn't quite the circumstances that I'd hoped to announce this with. I was hoping I'd be in a position to say that I was working full-time on the podcast and making enough money to uh, focus all of my efforts on this and my farm business. Uh, it didn't quite work out that way. I left because the uh, mask mandate in the county is getting worse, and simply put, I, I just can't wear a mask all the time. I have a lot of trouble breathing. It gives me some health problems. And when compliance becomes mandatory, it is my view that defiance becomes obligatory. So I didn't really want to make that the uh, manager's fight. You know, they chose to comply. That's how they want to uh, deal with the issue. And I'm going to respect that and allow them to do so. Uh, that includes me no longer working there so that, you know, I don't have to comply because I'm not really all about that. Anyway, um, what this means for the podcast is that I should have a little bit more time to focus on the episodes. It doesn't mean that I will have all the time in the world, uh, because I'm still going to have to do some off-farm jobs to acquire income for the bills and such. That being said, um, you know, I hope it's a good thing for the podcast. I, I really am looking forward to producing a lot of content, and I think that you're going to see a little bit more pumped out on a more regular basis as a result of this. 
Anyway, so that's what I've been up to. Um, today I'm going to make the content something fitting for the occasion. It is, after all, Thanksgiving morning when I record this. That's right, Turkey Day is here. So to commemorate this, I am not going to go over the Thanksgiving story or traditions. Instead, I just want to briefly list some of the things that I am thankful for this year, and hopefully get you to thinking about what you're thankful for as well. Gratitude is an important attribute, guys. It plays heavily into our personal happiness and joy. And even though we have seen some tragic responses by government this year in regards to the Rona, and it seems that soon all freedom may be lost, you and I still have a choice every day. A choice to view the world through a fatalist lens or to see the opportunity that lies ahead and the blessings that lie behind. And when we choose to feel that depression, that melancholy, and allow the evils of the world to make us feel as if we are worthless and as if there is nothing we can do, we choose to let that evil win. Likewise, when we choose to be grateful for what we do have and we choose to focus on the efforts that we can make and make the changes for ourselves that we can, we choose to empower ourselves and to disempower the evils that exist around us. That is what Thanksgiving can be about for you and your family. And I'm going to make an attempt to make Thanksgiving all about that for myself today. And while we're on the subject, I am grateful for the thousands of people in this great state who care deeply for their liberty. And I am grateful for the countless people around the world who, whether through personal efforts such as running a business or working hard to keep the lights on, or through outreach and activism, work tirelessly to slow or reverse the spread of tyranny in their own lives and in their community. I am grateful for the people and their willingness to show kindness unto others, even in these trying times. I am grateful for families, friends, communities, and all that they can do to brighten our days, from a simple text to showing up to help on a hard day. I am grateful for my little sister and her resistance to others imposing their thoughts and opinions on her. Sometimes it's easy to think that a teenager is a... Uh, you know, just being defiant and rough, but there's something to be grateful for there in that she's not simply compliant like a lot of the people I'm surrounded with. I am grateful for my parents for raising me the way they have and for being there for me during all of the important times of my life, including my wedding this year. I am grateful for my extended family and the wisdom and advice that they have so graciously offered time and time again and allowing me into their home for countless meals and evenings of joy and jubilation. I am grateful for my many employers. <clears throat> I am grateful for my many employers over the years and opportunities they have given me to earn a living while I learned and grew my skills, growing pains and all. I am grateful for my landlord and for her providing me a place to stay that yields the opportunity to grow my farm business and be surrounded by such wonderful neighbors. Likewise, I am, of course, grateful for those neighbors and the relationships we have fostered over the years. I am grateful for all of my customers and friends that have helped me by showing support for my business and gratitude for my products and what goes into them. I am grateful for my farmers and the producers that I purchase many of my local products from. Each of them helps to make my life all that much better than it was before I knew them. 
And you may have noticed something missing in this list above, and that is my wife. My, my wife deserves her very own segment today, and a lot more than a simple podcast episode could ever express, to be honest. My wife came into my life nearly four years ago when I transferred back to Casper from Cheyenne to work at the Red Lobster here. Early on, she challenged me to find my confidence, something that I struggled to find as a young man. I shouldn't challenge me to find that by directly asking it of me, but rather by giving me an example of a, uh, a beautiful woman that I could spend some time with if I merely had the confidence to ask her on a date. And she rewarded that confidence that I found by saying yes when I asked her on our first date. Uh, my wife also filled a hole in my life that at the time I didn't even know existed before I met her, and she gave me a reason to pull myself out of the pit of alcoholism that I had inadvertently settled into. I am grateful for her eternal support, no matter how crazy my life or my decisions may get. It seems she is always there to stand beside me. I am eternally grateful for God delivering this woman into my life, and I hope that I can measure up to be half the spouse she has become. And of course, I am deeply grateful for you, my dear listeners, for giving me an audience to produce content for. I hope this episode didn't get too sappy for you. I truly am grateful for everything I've listed off and more. Um, Just a quick note, you know, in case it seems like maybe I'm reading from a script, the way I run these podcasts, I kind of write it up in, in some notes beforehand, and I read off of that. This helps me to stay on track a little bit better. And uh, when I stumble over my words and make all the mistakes and pronunciations that I do, it helps me to start back over and, uh, you know, say what I'm actually trying to say. I'm a little better at putting my words into type than uh, speaking them often. Anyway, before we finish off here, let's do a farmer's joke of the day. There once was a farmer who raised watermelons. He was disturbed by some local kids who would sneak into his watermelon patch at night and eat the watermelons. After some careful thought, he came up with a clever idea that he would scare the kids away for sure. So he made up the sign and posted it in a field. The next day, the kids showed up and they saw the sign. And it said, Warning! One of these watermelons in this field has been injected with cyanide. So the kids run off, make up their own sign, and post it next to the sign that the farmer made the following day. Now the farmer shows up the next week, and when he looks over his field, he notices that no watermelons are missing, and he's quite happy about this. But he notices a new sign next to his. And he drives up, and the new sign reads, Now there are two. <laughs> Some clever uh, childhood antics there for you. I don't think that farmer's selling any watermelons this year. (laughs) Anyway, uh, for the end segment today, I just wanted to remind you that you can support the show by doing some of your online shopping with us through our Amazon affiliate link. If you go to our podcast website and scroll down to the bottom, just click, click the link beneath the farmer that is on the computer and do your shopping from there. You'll help support the show at no additional cost to you. Thank you again for listening. I am grateful for a great many things today, and you were one of them. Have a happy Thanksgiving.